This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it's true I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it, I must suffer. If I lose it, give account. If I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it, and I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity I have to be with you and to have another opportunity to try and encourage, inspire, uplift, empower those who will take time out of their schedules to listen to this show. That's my goal, my mission, my message, and I am grateful. Now, you know, I start with that minute, and I I call that God's minute because it was the minute that a young Martin Luther King Jr. was taught that minute when he went to Morehouse College by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who became his mentor, and Dr. Mays wrote that minute. And so I adopted, adapted that minute over 30 years ago when I started speaking, and it has uh, been part of my 
retinue ever since. And so I start with that. And then I take a moment, a moment at the beginning of every show to give God glory, to thank him for life and strength and health, to thank him not just for the fact of the show is Number one self-help show in the country now, not just the fact that I get to speak and write books and travel around the world in normal times, but I thank God for life and strength and health that I woke up this morning and I thank God for friends and family. The things that money can't buy, I'm grateful for money and I'm grateful for this is the Wealthy Way show, but I'm also grateful for the wealth that comes from health. The wealth that comes from wisdom. So I am grateful and I'm grateful for all of you. So I thank God for life and strength and health. I want to thank you and I want to thank our sponsor for all that they have done. I am so excited about our sponsor and how they have been so supportive. I want to tell you about Truist Bank. And I'm telling you, they are awesome. You might have seen their commercials. Here's what happened. You have BB&T, a well-established bank and SunTrust, another well-established bank, and they came together as a merger of equals, and they created a new entity called Truist. And Truist is an incredible new bank, and they started with something unique, care. <laughs> when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Well, we're excited that Truist has made a commitment to be our sponsor, and they are awesome. Look, I want to tell you about their new program to help you. It's absolutely free. It's called Money and Mindset. It's a podcast. See, the way you feel and think about money can affect your confidence and, frankly, your total well-being. That's especially true when life gets real and throws challenges your way. So Money and Mindset from Truist gives you tips and tools and ideas and strategies to help you feel more financially prepared through your planned life moments, or when life just happens. It is incredibly helpful. And you can check out Money and Mindset by heading to truest.com, T-R-U-I-S-T.com, where you'll find it in the main menu. Again, when you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Truest, a bank that is committed to the community, and making a difference, not just to lend you money, but also help you build and grow money for your future. Truist Bank. Let me tell you today, I've got a superstar on the phone with me today. I've got a well-regarded world changer who has impacted people's lives in a massive way. We all have heard his name, whether you know him personally or not, you have heard his name, Dr. Bernie Siegel. He prefers to be called Bernie, and we have already developed a friendship. He, he did his surgical training at Yale New Haven Hospital, and he was a pediatric surgeon. And then he started writing books and uh, helping people, particularly those with cancer and, and other kinds of life-threatening illnesses, rather than just care. He had carefrontation, a safe, loving, therapeutic confrontation, which facilitates personal lifestyle changes, personal empowerment, empowerment and healing of an individual's life. Well, he created a whole 
level and line of products and books and materials to help people. His first book, Love, Medicine, and Miracles, was published. And this this was the first of many. And he's gone on to write books, including the Book of Miracles. He is a well-regarded world changer from New Haven. Today we have my special guest, Dr. Bernie Siegel. Bernie, how are you? <laughs> okay, Willie. I'm all worn out by my introduction. <laughs> it's all true, too. It's all true. Well, good to have you. I gave the thumbnail sketch. Why don't you tell us a little more about well, Dr. Bernie Siegel know, and where he came? back when, yeah. in the 1970s, and one day when I went to a workshop by Dr. Carl Simonton after he wrote a book called Getting Well Again, I couldn't believe the fact that I was the only doctor out of 150 people in the audience. Not one other doctor in the state of Connecticut came to this meeting. And it blew my mind because I was looking for ways to help people. And my patients came and sat around me, which I know now is a wonderful sign that they weren't afraid of me and didn't stay away. Right. They sat with me. And this young lady is the one who changed my life, her words. What did she say? She said, you're a nice guy. I feel better when I'm in the office with you, but I can't take you home with me. Mm. So I need to know how to live between office visits. Wow. And that changed my life. As a matter of fact, this was a weekend workshop. When I came back to the office on Monday, one of my partners, who was a very wise, intuitive guy, Richard Zelzer, looked at me and said, you're gone. I didn't know what the hell he's talking about. I said, what are you talking about? I'm gone. He said, you're going to quit surgery. You're not the same person you were on Friday. Wow. And boy, was he right. Wow. And I decided I'm going to help people live. Yes. So we started support groups. See, psychiatrists understand this better than, say, an oncologist or your heart doctor or whatever. Right. Because they... The doctors don't say to you what's going on in your life. See, why did you have a heart attack now? Why did you get cancer this year? Because identical twins don't get the same thing at the same time. Um, It's about their life and what their internal chemistry is. So I learned to say to people, what are you experiencing? What's happening in your life? And then doctors got mad at me. Why do you blame your patients? I said, what are you talking about? Well, you ask them what's going on in their life, like it's their fault. I said, it changes their body chemistry. Wow. So they're more vulnerable at a certain time. And I mean this literally. When you study actors, and they're just acting, remember. Yes. If they're in a comedy, immune function goes up, stress hormone levels go down. If you're in a tragedy, the opposite happens. So you're more likely to get sick if you're in a play that is a tragedy. Wow. Through the winter, yeah. So you're, you're, you're saying, in, in, in essence, is that your psychology and your attitude impacts your physiology, your neurology, and your health. Right. Wow. Now, remember this. I was doing this in the 70s. So I was known as the controversial Dr. Siegel, who got on all the famous talk shows, because I was controversial. Yes. I always got a kick out of uh, Oprah because she called me up and said, would you like to be on my show? Hey, of course, I'd love it. 
you know, everybody watches your show. Right. But then I'd get there, and she'd have five or six doctors to argue with me and tell me I'm a dumbbell and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know she didn't necessarily agree with them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. She had an open mind. and Because there was one time, I never forget, the doctor I know, another physician from Connecticut was out there on this panel. They, and he said, oh, I have a photographic memory, and this is what it says in your book, and that isn't true. And that isn't. I said, I never said that. Oh, yes, it's in your book, page 152. Oprah opens the book and said, it's not in the book. Wow. And so that's what I, I realized. They were interpreting me. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't what I was saying or doing. They were interpreting me. But the psychiatrist, on the other hand, you know, if you learn, oh, I'm dying, I'll go see a psychiatrist, and they help you straighten your life out, and they notice you don't die. Right. That is something they're familiar with. Right. So one psychiatrist, when he was working with AIDS patients, wrote something called an immune-competent personality. An immune-competent personality. personality. Okay. Because he realized there are certain people who exceeded all expectations. Years ago, I, I, I was playing tennis. I... Uh, my foot had been hurting, my right foot, and I did not know a thing called plantar fasciitis. And so I pushed off doing tennis to, to go get a ball, and my something popped in my foot, and the pain radiated up my leg, and I fell to my knees. And that night I went to, to the, the emergency room, and they said, you've torn up your plantar fascia. And the next day I was in the gym with a boot on my leg, and a guy came up to me who was the president of the uh, Psychologist Association. And he said... There's such a thing called psychoneuroimmunology. I said, what does that right. mean? He said, that means that you connect your psychology to your neurology by speaking good into your life, speaking good into your body, speaking good into your family, speaking good around your life. And he said, you will heal faster. And the doctor said, oh, it's going to be about eight weeks before you're out of the boot. I said, no, I got to be on a plane. I got to be doing this. I got a tournament. She said, but eight weeks, I said, that's what I recommend. I said, I said, I promise you I'll be out of this before then. Four weeks later, I was back on a tennis court. Night psychoneuroimmunology, and 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 you you really talk about That's all of those kind of principles in your and ma- your books and your your messaging. Ninety percent of nurses say, "Oh, I would do it." Well, mm. the right answer is no. Mm. See, and on the other hand, you have a right to ask them for favors too. Right. You see. Right. And so they would, in this personality, you know, the ability to laugh, have a sense of humor, ask for help. Have meaning in your life. Monday morning, we have more heart attacks, strokes, suicides, and illnesses. But if Monday morning is your way to contribute to the world, you get up and you're happy about going to work. That's, that, work. Let me take a moment right there. Monday morning is the number one time for strokes, heart attack, and other kind of sudden illnesses come upon you. Is that correct? That is correct. Wow. Wow. Folks, you are listening to... The one and only Dr. Bernie Siegel. You've heard him and you've seen him on television. He has written numerous globally impactful books that have been bestsellers. And we're going to talk more about some of these principles that will help you in what I call the greatest 
wealth building part of your life. That's your health. Because as you all know, if you ever follow me, that I talk about the fact you should set goals. And if your goal is uh, does not have or your goal list does not have health as one of the top two, number three really doesn't matter because you've got to have good health if you're going to make the best of your wealth. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dr. Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, for sure, for sure, you're your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude.
It's a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and welcome back to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Whether you're listening on radio or whether you're listening on the podcast on iHeart, C Suite, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, I don't care where you're listening. I'm just glad you're listening. Now, I ask you to do me a favor. Who, uh, wherever you're listening, I want you to share it, like it, tell somebody about it, tell your friends and family. You know what? You need to be listening to Willie Jolly's show show because he brings the best and the brightest from all over the world to help you to do more, to be more, to achieve more, to have greater personal and professional success and to have greater wealth, health and wisdom. And again, today we got another one. Also, I want to encourage you, join me every Monday night on Happily Married Monday with the Jollies, 9 o'clock Facebook Live, where my bride and I talk about the secrets and the lessons we've learned over 36 years, how we've been able to stay together and stay married and stay happy when so many people are arguing, so many people are mad at each other, so many people are distressed. 50% of marriages break up, and of the 50% that remain, statistics show that 40% of the people are miserable and are only staying there for economic reasons or because of the children. We want to change that statistic. So join us. Happily Married Monday with the Jolly, where we read and talk about excerpts from our book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And you can get a free chapter from the book at jollymarriage.com. Jollymarriage.com. Well, my guest is one of those world changes I talked about. He is the one and only Dr. Bernie Siegel, and he has had such a impact on people's lives. He talks about changing your thinking, changing your attitude, changing your perspective, and how it can impact your health, your wealth, and your wisdom. And so we are so grateful to have him on. Bernie, So it's such a joy to have you here as my special guest. Let me read one of the quotes that I loved from you. First, I Uh, gotta tell you something. Yes, go ahead. You have to change your name to Jolly Willie. Thank you, Bernie. (laughs) Absolutely. My dad used to say when I was a little boy, he said, you know, make sure your name is in your name and your nature and live your name. So thank you so much. Well, you have a quote that I love here. It says, love and peace of mind do protect us. They allow us to overcome the problems that life hands us. They teach us to survive, to live now, to have the courage to confront each day. I love that. Talk talk about what you do, how you help people to live longer, how you help people to, to beat illnesses that others say are going to take them out. How have you done this for all these years? All right. What I want to say to people also is to start a journal, mm. whether they write a poem in it or just notes about the day and what they learned that day. Mm. This was... I have a journal I wrote in 1996, and I've, every morning I read a page of it. I also have a wonderful book I really recommend to people called 365 Prescriptions for the Soul. Mm. Every day you get a new message about life, and I haven't stopped reading it since it was published. Wow. Because, you know, I can't remember everything that happened in my life every day, So I love reading it and relearning. And a big part of it, as I say to people, is become a love warrior. Mm. Um, Because, and this book was written 15 years ago, no, 11 years ago, and I'm still reading it. Did you write the book? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one In of your words, books is 365 Prescriptions for the Soul. For the soul, yeah. I love so that. I I'll love have that. I a quote, then I have my own story and what I've learned from it. And, I, and part of it is to learn to be a love warrior, because you talked about love. Yep. Say to people who are driving you nuts, I love you. Mm. People, be a love warrior. Mm. And the other is, you know, we talked about Monday. This is what I wrote. In 1996, over 25 years ago, busy doesn't feel good. Creating feels good. Getting things done sucks it out of me. Creating fills me, nourishes me, and restores me. God, you must have felt great, or was creation busy work? God knows. <laughs> wow. Let me ask you a question, and I want to make sure people get this. When you write, when you write a, in your journal, what do you recommend people write? Because many people write what happened that day. Some write From about... their heart, what they're feeling. Okay. All right? You see, and, and in so many ways, uh, my wife and I were walking, I don't know where we were, it might have been in San Francisco, to a lecture we had to give. And we were late, and we were moving, you know, walking as fast as we could, and there's this homeless lady sitting on the steps looking for, you know, some cash or something. And normally I would stop and hand her something. But we were so busy and so late, I, I, I walked by, but I said to her, I'm sorry, I'm late for a lecture I have to give. I'm sorry. And I heard her say something, and I thought, oh, she's telling me, you rotten man. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I don't know what she said. She's telling me I could have stopped another minute. So I went back to argue with her, and I said, what did you just say? She said, it's all right. Wow. You don't have to be sorry. It's mm. fine. Wow. Wow. I melted. I gave her a gift. I stayed with her talking and telling her what a wonderful person she was, because I didn't give a damn if I was late for the lecture. <laughs> right. That lady, it was like meeting a saint. You know what I mean? Yep. She yeah. was so beautiful and peaceful. And... That's the part that, you know, if we can be that way and be that lover, it changes us. And then here's the next page in my journal. Yes. From Mozart, love is the soul of genius. And then I wrote, love is open, love is healing, love is nourishing, love is the foundation of happiness. Love is what life depends upon. There is nothing without love. Love is life. God isn't love. Love is God. Love is the creator. Wow. And I'll tell you, I get impressed because I don't know where all that came from. You know, I, sometimes my wife would say to me, um, it's from God knows where, when yeah. I would do things. And I have to add, and I want to talk about this, because my wife died about three years ago, oh. quietly in her sleep. Amen. Um, and it was such a shock to me. But again, you talk about love. And she was born on 9-9, nine, nine, and, mm. and it's been mystical, all the number nines that have appeared. Nine months after she died, my heart rhythm went crazy. Wow. And I thought it was so classical, because it's what I talk about to people. What's going on in your life? The person I love died, and now my heart is, you know, beating like a screwball. And I, I knew it was because of her being out of my life. Yes. But it's been all straightened out, and... Uh, Mystically, she's been with me constantly. Because let me say this so people understand consciousness doesn't die, bodies die. Mm. 
I went to the emergency room with this irregular heart rhythm called auricular fibrillation. Yes. I walk in to the emergency room. I just walk in the door, and I hear a voice come out of the back say, put him in room nine. I thought, okay, my wife's taking care of me. Wow. Then they said, we don't have a room upstairs. So I had to stay in the emergency room overnight. Oh, we got a room now. What was it? 819. Wow. Then they put a wristband on you. What is my hospital number? And every time you go to the doctor, they put the same number on you. Eight is a new beginning. Yes. And then it's 993366. Wow. Every single time I have gone to the hospital or the doctor, not only my number, which doesn't change, but the event number also adds up to nine. Wow. So, so, so you, know, you have... them in my pocket because <laughs> I know it's a sign that my wife is there watching over me. Amen. Now, now, you have been able to encourage people and inspire people who doctors, traditional doctors, have given up on it, or of, of called yeah. terminal. And as Les Brown says, when when you say terminal, he said, I'd rather, rather than you saying this person is terminal, you say, I have come to the end of what I can do for you. It is now beyond what I can do, rather than... Yeah, but see, this- that's what I was teaching people. What you can do after the doctor says, you have two months to live. Because I often would say to people who'd come to our group and say, the doctor said I have three months to live. I said, all right, I'll put up $10,000. Tell your doctor you're going to live six months. You'll bet him. <laughs> and no doctor ever bets. Cause right. Says, well, you could live six months. I mean, I... Uh, and, and this is a quote. See, my patients were called Siegel's crazy patients. Okay. At and at first, it was because they couldn't understand how they well they did, and then it became an affectionate term mm. because you wanted to be one of Siegel's crazy patients. These were people who had no side effects to radiation, no side effects to chemotherapy, had surgery, and as the nurses said, refused pain medication um, because they were in a different place in their mind. Mm. So there were times doctors thought the radiation machine is broken because this woman has no reaction to anything and then he said he called me to say oh but then i saw your name in her chart so i knew it's a crazy patient and she said yeah i get out of the way and i let it go to my tumor wow you see and i may add there were people when the machine was broken not my patients but others who had a reaction when they weren't being treated and because their mind was thinking i am being treated and so I began to hear from the doctors saying, oh, boy, I feel terrible. I thought she was being treated. The machine was repaired. They didn't put the radioactive material in. But, see, that woke them up to realize how powerful the person's mind was. Right, right. So what I would say to people really was, look, you got a few months to live, then go enjoy yourself. You wow. know what I mean? Yep, yep. Do what makes you happy. Do all in, all in, go in, and and not only do what makes you happy, but also expect the best. Right. Prepare for the worst. Your heart. Yeah. You know, we talked about love. Hold that thought. Make up your mind. Hold that thought. We're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with my special guest, 
Dr. Bernie Siegel, and we've got more for you. Tell your friends to tune in right now because this is going to change their lives. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. We are back. This is Dr. Willa Jolly, or as my friend Bernie Siegel says, Jolly Willie. <laughs> I love it. And, and I want to welcome all of you to this interview. This is a life-changing interview because, as I have said earlier, health is the most important item that you can have in your life. You can make more money. Great. We want to make more money. But if you don't have your health, what good does it make? What difference does it make? As the Dalai Lama said, people work so hard, so hard, so hard to make a million dollars and then they have given up their health in in response to making the million or billion or whatever and then they have to spend all the money to regain their health if they can. He said, why don't you do it in moderation? Enjoy life while you're in the process of making life. And so I encourage you, whether you are a hardwired go-getter, I encourage you to listen to Dr. Bernie Siegel because he's giving some principles that have, have changed people's lives, people who were given terminal diagnoses. And he said, ho, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to go that way. We're going to do right. something different. Let's talk about what you tell people, how you well, help Well, enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Mm. That's a nice motto. But what you just reminded me of, in the book Cancer Ward by Solzhenitsyn, who had had cancer before he wrote the book, you see, if you walk into the doctor's office and they say, oh, my God, you don't have cancer anymore. You just had a spontaneous remission. Wow. What a stupid response. Why don't you say, you don't have cancer anymore? What did you do? <laughs> See? Amen. So when people didn't die when they were supposed to, I asked them, how come you didn't die when you were supposed to? Yes. Because I began to meet them in my lectures. I'd look in the audience and I'd see, oh, my God, I thought he was dead. You wow. Know? And I, I would go and talk to them. And that's why I had something that I learned to teach others. 
And a lot of it is that they started doing what they love to do. Do what you I love to do. I remember one landscaper. Hmm. I said to him, you need more treatment. He said, yeah, I got something. I said, what I forget? It's springtime. Got to go home and make the world beautiful. So when I die, I leave a beautiful world. Now, I didn't tell him he was going to die. I mean, this was, you know, just that he needed more treatment or to go see an oncologist. But no, I'm going to go make the world beautiful. Six years later, he came into the office. And I said to the nurse, you're giving me the wrong chart. He must be dead. He hasn't been back in six years. Right. She said, open the door. So I opened the door, and there he sat. Wow. When I opened the door, he said, hi, I have a hernia from lifting boulders in my landscape business. Wow. So he came back for me to fix it. He became my therapist, and he lived to 91 with no sign of cancer. Wow. the other stories that I got a kick out of, I feel very close to this gentleman. I told the family, invite me to the funeral. He went out to Colorado to die in the mountains. Uh I said, I'll come out there. Just let me know when he dies. A year goes by, and he was told he'd be dead in two and three months, and there's no phone call. So I, I was really annoyed at the family for ignoring my feelings. So I call up, and guess who answers the phone? <laughs> wow. He said, oh, it's so beautiful here, I forgot to die. <laughs> and, I mean, I could go on telling stories that want to take up your whole program. Well, no, these but, are great stories to encourage people because well, people... but I mean, it's, you know, a multimillionaire, his wife said, look, they tell you you're going to be dead in a few months, so buy the house on the ocean in Miami you've always wanted. He lived for five and a half years. Wow. See? Wow. And, oh, and even oh, one letter I have says, I didn't die, and now I'm so busy, I'm killing myself. Help, where do I go from here? (laughs) And another lady who came in the office, you know, Alex Trebek just died of pancreatic cancer. Right. I had one chance to talk to him on the phone. Uh, He was a really inspiring guy. And um, we had a patient who had pancreatic cancer, and uh, my partner said, Bernie, come in here, because he was examining her. And... um, I said, what is it? Her tumor is gone. Wow. I said, tell them what you did. She said, oh, you know. I said, I may know, but tell them. I left my troubles to God. Wow. Mm. Now, you say, well, what is that? But think of the peace that could bring you to leave your troubles to God. Wow. And I don't try to define God. Something I read recently, God is a word. See, what God means to people is... A whole different story, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Billy Graham said to somebody in his column, which I have kept, so I know it's, you know, you can't tell me I'm making this up. Um, a few years ago, does God want me to have cancer? He said, not necessarily. I thought, what the hell kind of answer is that? Why would you tell somebody God wants them to have cancer, possibly? But he said, supposing you stop going to church. God gets an idea. Oh, I'll give him cancer. He'll come back again. He'll need help. That's the problem with religion. Mm. God is not a problem. Mm. Religion can be. So I, I, I say, I, hear these words. Wait yes. a minute. From Maimonides. Disease is a loss of health. And we are all here to help our neighbor find what they've lost. That's mm. the biblical message. Absolutely. Oh, and the other was... If people took, and this is over a thousand years ago and is still true today, if people took as good care of themselves as they did 
do their animals, they'd suffer fewer illnesses. Amen. And I know people who have written to Cat Fancy Magazine, because we have a house full of creatures, and I, I sometimes say this at a workshop. You and your husband smoke. Your cat develops lung cancer. The others are having breathing problems. What do you do? Now, most people in my audience say, well, you stop smoking. I say, wrong answer. What this lady wrote to the magazine was, Doug and I now smoke in the yard. We love our cats more than the convenience of smoking indoors. <laughs> We're not killing our cats anymore. We hope you're not killing yours. Wow. And the magazine never mentioned anything about the letter saying, hey, folks, take care of yourselves, too. That's right. Or, you know, and so I have said to families, when this one woman, and these are all true stories. I don't need to make up stories. <laughs> The, the, the adult children and the mother with cancer came in, and they said, our mother has 12 cats. The house stinks. We don't even visit her anymore. We'll get rid of them, and then you'll start treating her. I said, no. What do you mean, no? I said, you get rid of the cats. Your mother's a dead woman. Right. Clean her house and tell her nobody wants 12 cats, and then she can't die. And, I mean, she wasn't in the room when I talked to the yeah, kids about this. Yeah, sure. And for the years afterwards, when they would come to the office with the mother, oh, they had this big smile on my face for me. You know, thank you, Dr. Siegel. Thank you. Right. You, and, and mom is alive and doing well. Yeah. Let me read another and, quote from you. Disease is surely one of the ways in which we are tried by life and right. offer the chance to be heroic. Though few, is, though few okay. of us will win Olympic gold medals or slay dragons, disease can be the spark or gift that allows us to, be our, to live out our personal myths and become heroes. Right. And this is something I always ask people. I mean, I don't know how I happen to do it. I'd say, what are you experiencing? What are you going through? See, if they said, well, I have cancer, I said, that's not an experience. I'm asking you what you're feeling. What are you going through? Oh, pressure. Mm. Oh, a wake-up call. Oh, failure. And then I'd say, what's the pressure in your life? And boy, you'd see eyes open up. It was her marriage. Mm. And as soon as she straightened that out, all her problems disappear. Failure. Wow. Well, my body failed me. I said, that's not my question. How does failure fit your life? Oh, my parents committed suicide when I was a child. I must have been a failure as a child. And that stuff is stored in us, or even a reporter. That's why I get people to draw pictures. Yes. Numbers are quantity and meaning. This reporter comes to me, you know, the controversial Dr. Siegel, and ay, 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 it's no fun sitting and being interviewed. Right. I said to her, draw a picture while I'm with a couple of patients, and then we'll go on talking. And she drew the picture. I came in. She drew herself with a quite sizable head which displayed her intellectual nature, not her feelings. And above her head was a clock with one hand pointed at six. So I thought, here's my chance to wake her up. What happened when you were six years old? See, I didn't say, why is six important to you? Because it could have been six years ago, or house burned down, you know? Right. But I thought, I'll take a chance. What happened when you were six years old? I don't like deadlines. I said, there's only one hand on the clock. And then she broke down. Wow. Because of the abuse she had experienced as a six-year-old. Wow. And believe me, then the interview is very different. Yes. You know? Yes. 
And again, or even back to the doctors, draw yourself working as a doctor. See, I don't know what picture enters your mind, but what students drew, medical students, themselves sitting behind a desk with a diploma on the wall and no patient in the picture at all. Mm. In the class of medical students, less than 5% of the drawings had a patient in it. 95% showed them, you know, with equipment, desks, and diplomas, and no people. Wow. Yeah. So what do you tell people? I became a doctor because I love people. And that's what got me into trouble. And that's what probably kept you going when you decided to not be traditional and do what would impact people. You love people. And right. that love of people is what you said, you know what, we can do better than what we've been doing. And so uh, as we uh, talk to people, what should they be doing to uh, overcome these health challenges, to, to beat cancer, to beat uh, d- diagnoses that have them ready to give up and throw in the towel? What should we be doing? Well, as one young lady put on her refrigerator, let your heart make up your mind. Mm. And she didn't die when she was supposed to. And, Mm. you know, these were things that patients would tell me. But that's what I would say to people. Pay attention to your feelings. Stop thinking. Now, an example would be, see, because if you give up your life to please others, meaning parents, in this example, say, we don't want you to be a violinist. We want you to be a lawyer. Right. He learns he has cancer, told he doesn't have much time left. He said, I closed my office, grabbed my violin, and I got a job in an orchestra now. Wow. He didn't die. He didn't die. Um, No. But see, the other side of the coin, I may add, from insurance companies, we're not going to pay for cataract surgery because you only have six months to live due to your lung cancer. Mm. He went home and died in a week. Right, right, right. So that's what people have to understand. Let your heart make up your mind. What would make you happy? Let your heart make up your mind. I love that. I love that. And I want everybody, do me folks a favor. I want you all to make a point to listen to this interview again. I want you to listen to this interview. If you're listening on radio, then find out when it airs again. We I air three times every week in prime time. And then uh, same interview. And then if you're listening on podcast, I want you to listen to this again and share it with people in your family. That's critical. I'm going to tell you why when I come back. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guest, Dr. Bernie Siegel, on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure... Your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back, Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for all of you who are not uh, part of our community, I want to go, I want you to go to winwithwilly.com. Win with Willie.com. Sign up for my newsletter. As an outgrowth of the same thing Dr. Bernie Siegel's talking about, I started doing one-minute messages that we did, we do on radio. Many of you hear me on Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell, Daily Across America, giving you one-minute messages to inspire, lift your spirits. But also now we have it on video that I will send to you free. Just go to winwithwilly.com, sign up for the newsletter. I'll send you a one-minute message to lift your spirit, to help your thinking, to impact and improve your attitude. So not only will you have greater success in your personal your professional life, but also in your personal life, not only in your wealth, but also in your health and your wisdom. Before we go any further, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Truist Bank. One more time. They are awesome. 
Truist is a bank that has made a commitment to care. And when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. So I am grateful for the folks at Truist and all they've done to support the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and to share with people how they want to help them grow their success. Look, if you are serious about money and you want to know how money works, then you need to go to Truist.com, check out the Money and Mindset Podcast is right there in the menu with Bright and Brian. They'll give you tips on how money works, how to work your money, and how to grow your money. And so go. It's absolutely free. Truist is committed to helping you grow your success, grow your future, grow your finance, and grow your legacy. Truist.com. T-R-U-I-S-T.com. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Truist. Now, let's get back to our interview with Dr. Bernie Siegel. Dr. Bernie Siegel has talked about the fact that when you are diagnosed with an illness, do what you love. Uh, do what you love and let your heart make up your mind. And I think about the fact that on my uh, podcast is an interview I did a number of years ago with two people who had stage four cancer, one pancreatic, one throat cancer, and how they both beat it. One is now in 14 years of living her life, playing with her grandchildren. She says she only takes a baby aspirin every day because she changed her thinking, changed her attitude. The same with the guy who uh, on the same interview interview they never met i just had them on different times in the show i was looking for people who had beat cancer and they both talked about how this change in their attitude change in their thinking changed their life and they beat these cancers that one was given six months to live one was given a year to live and now 14 years later she's still living with had beat cancer pancreatic cancer and he beat ca- throat cancer 10 years of living dr uh, bernie siegel bernie you know you are. Uh, You're just a world changer because you have told people, don't buy into the gloom and doom. Don't buy into the negative concepts, the negative thinking. Think positive, act positive, love positive, do positive. Uh, Before I go any further, where can people get your books and your resources? Well, I was just going to say that, but let me also say that the outcome is not based on statistics. People Mm. have to realize that. Wow. You know, hope exists. So that's what I try to get across to people, not mm. to go home, curl up, and die in two days. Right. You know, give it a shot. That's not right. Not worry about failing. I mean, we're all going to die someday. That's right. But that's my, right. My website is Bernie Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L-M-D dot com. And just to give you an example, I have three books that came out recently. Yeah. No Endings, Only Beginnings, mm. a Doctor's Notes on Living, Loving, and Learning Who You Are. Wow. And this is a great book. I mean, I, you know, I'm not just patting myself on the back. I read it every night again, too, <laughs> because it's little chapters, little lessons about life wow. that I keep trying to put out there. And then when I started to write this, I have a ton of poetry, you know, like journals. Yes. And I began to share some things with a grandson of mine named Charlie, who's just about 30. And he said, oh, he's written poetry, too. And I thought, wow, he's like 50 years ahead of me. Wow. In terms of what he's... So we put a book together, When You Realize How Perfect Everything Is, a conversation about life between grandfather and grandson. And it's our poetry that's in there. Because it was just amazing what he was writing and I was writing from feelings. 
you... and the other one that's recent, people have to understand, as I said, that we don't die. Our bodies do. And, you know, and for your motto for your show is words, 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 words. They become swords, 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 swords. Mm. If you write them out, you'll see that. Wow. And, you know, you can kill a cure with words. Wow. So, well, I want people and, to go to Bernie Siegel, B-E-R-N-I-E-S-I-E-G-E-L. But BernieSiegelMD.com. Now, listen, yeah. folks, this is another quote I love. You talked earlier about uh, hope exists. Give it a shot. You have a great quote that says, Refuse, refusal to hope is nothing more than a decision to die. Woo-hoo. Oh, right. my God, that's a good quote. Let me read you something Charlie wrote that's yes. in the front of my book, No Endings, Only Beginnings. Because that's what got us to share our poetry. Where is God in all of this? You ask yourself, head in your hands, water washing over your body from a shower or the rain or your tears. Where is God in all of this? The question echoes across the whole of the gymnasium as your peers laugh and the fear sets in. Where is God in all of this? Is the question we all ask at some point in our lives. Turn the question inward and let it reverberate through your heart your mind, your soul, every fiber of your very being. Where is God in all this? He is in your heart, in your breath. He is in every action you take and in every life you touch. Will you accept his presence here? Will you act as an agent of miracles today? Where is God in all of this? God is with me, and I am with God. Repeat it, feel it, live it. Charlie Siegel. And wow. that's a 30-year-old. Wow. Well, you know, my mind. That's a 30-year-old oh, whose grandfather poured seeds into him when he was a child, well, and they're now reverberating. Let me tell you one more thing. Yes. Because I did a meditation that I didn't believe in. I was at a workshop, and we were told to meet somebody on a path who will be your inner guide. And his name came up. He was George, looked very spiritual, white gown, and funny on his head and he became like my angel uh-huh then one night i was out lecturing and i realized i'm not paying any attention to my notes i'm just standing there and talking for two hours but i thought but it really sounds good so just keep talking right first person in the audience came up said that was better than usual i've heard you before i said you're right mm. the next person said standing in front of you for the entire lecture was a man so I drew his picture for you, and it was George. Wow. And then, see, and this was at a spiritual center called Mercy Center. Yes. A year or so later, I spoke there again at a funeral, a Christian funeral. A healer called Alga Worrell is her name. She and her husband, Alga and Ambrose Worrell. She came up to me after the funeral and said, Bernie, are you Jewish? I said, what are you asking me that for? There's a rabbi standing next to you. And it was George. Wow. And she described everything he was wearing, and that's when I understood why he was wearing, you know, I'm Jewish, and all the things he was wearing. Yes. The prayer cap and everything. And so he's been with me ever since. It's like when you say to me, can I do an interview? You're doing it with George. I'm Amen. talking. Amen. But that's why I can never stop talking because he doesn't pay attention to the time, <laughs> and we just go on and on. Well, we um, got we got two minutes left in the interview. I want you to give people some closing thoughts on what they can do to live their best life and to live a healthy life, no matter what the doctors say. As I said, follow your heart. Yes. And and keep a sense of humor. 
Keep a sense my of humor. My wife and I were married, my sense of humor. People would see my wife and I and how much love we had. She died three years ago, mm. um, quietly in her sleep. It was such a shock to me in the morning um, to try to wake her up, you know, and realize. But anyway, but when people would say to us, how long have you two been married? I'd say we'd have 45 wonderful years of married life, and 45 out of 63 isn't too bad. <laughs> and then they'd look at me like, ooh, that mean man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but my wife was used to it and enjoyed it, and she did stand-up comedy, literally. You know, one-liners, like yes. any Youngman kind of person. Yes. Because I could see the effect it had on people in the audience to laugh for 10 or 15 minutes. Absolutely. So, and, um, so learn to love yourself, learn yeah. to love others, have humor. Three quick lines from yes. my wife was, smile improves your face value. Amen. Laughter is contagious, be a carrier. Yes. He who laughs, lasts. Mm. He who laughs, lasts. Lasts. Oh, that's great. Well, Bernie Siegel, I'm going to give you 30 seconds just to just say uh, whatever you want to say to folks to give them your uh, salutation. Well, find one your way to give love to the world. Yes. Because we talked before about money. 95% of lottery winners feel totally depressed and upset and angry five years after they win the lottery. Yep. They get into more trouble and more arguments with their family. I play the lottery, but my goal is if I win, to start a charity named after my wife. Her name mm. was Barbara, so I'd start the Bobby Fund to try to make it a better world. Yes. Not to go buy a bigger house and a bigger car, but to make the world better for other people. Amen. So go out there, find your way of contributing love to the world. All you need to do is meet people, and you can do that. And share that love. Right. My special guest, Dr. Bernie Siegel, I want to thank you. And I want to thank all of you who have joined us today. Share this audio. Share this message. Share this podcast. Tell everybody to listen, particularly those who have health challenge, who are struggling. And remember, I told you earlier, also make a point that you want to get good sleep. So go to selectabed.com, selectabed.com, and get that, that Airpedic 800 bed, as I have done. I've had it for over a year, and it's changed my life. And when you go to get it, put in WJ800, WJ800, you'll get a discount. And then follow me on my social media. Follow me on all social media and go to winwithwilly.com. Sign up for the newsletter. I'll send you a free video that will inspire you. Remember for sure, your best is yet to come. Keep the faith. Stay positive. And as Bernie Siegel told us today, learn to love and you'll live longer because love lasts and helps you last. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day.
Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I hope you got something of great value. And I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.